Welcome to Wayfair, where life is a highway and we're going to walk it compassionately. In the midst of the slurry of sound bites, this podcast is like antimedia. It's filled with gaps and places for you to join in and respond. It's like Greek yogurt for your soul. I really don't know what that means. I just really like Greek yogurt with some granola and some berries. Mm, it's great. Anyway, it's only half finished on its own. It needs you to be complete. Together, we'll explore a variety of spiritual practices, old and new, from responsive readings and quiet reflection to centering prayers. Each day of the week, we'll focus on a particular attitude or spiritual posture. Today, we're thinking about gratefulness, how we can practice the discipline of seeing our blessings, even in the wilderness. Now, throughout our podcast, you'll encounter a variety of voices and even be invited to participate. There will be places for you to respond in prayers and readings and songs, so join in as you feel led. And, Melissa, if you're listening, let me know if you need anything at the store. We're out of yogurt. So, listen to your heart. Be attentive to the spark of the divine within you as we journey together. Hi, this is Don. Will you pray with me? I'm going to pray a line and then leave space for you to respond with the phrase, Thank you, God. So after each line, please respond with, Thank you, God. Let's pray together, please. Oh, Lord God, we are blessed beyond measure. For you have given us this day, this gift, this many hours of possibility. Opportunities to smile, to laugh, to eat, and to work. Opportunities to listen, to sigh, to hold, and also to cry. Opportunities to give, to support, to rise up, and to resist. Opportunities to welcome, to reach, to trust, and to forgive. O Lord God, we are blessed beyond measure, for you have given us this day this gift, these many hours of possibility. Thank you, God. In this world, I walk alone. Get roads through barren land. 
please become my eyes to see strength to climb my grace to bear the Savior lives inside me there in your love I find relief a haven from my unbelief take my inside my mind he comforts me and bids me live inside the love the father gives in your love i find relief a haven from my Last week, we invited you to share your blessings with us, and many of you called in, and we still have calls coming in, so here are a couple more. Hi, this is Dave. I have many things to be thankful for, but one that's most recent to me was our dog, Oscar. He passed away this past December after 12 years as a loyal companion and a great family member. Oscar and I spent many, many happy and fun-filled days together just being with each other. His memory will be with me forever as I'm reminded of him each day. So to have the best dog ever for 12 years is one of the things I'm thankful for. I was asked to call in and say what I'm thankful for. Well, I'm very thankful for my husband of 62 years. Thankful to God that I have him. Bye. You can call in anytime you want with blessings that you want to share, and we'll play those on Monday, so keep them coming. So should I introduce this in any Today, way? as we think about gratefulness, we're talking with Bill Campbell. He taught English literature at the University of Kentucky for many years okay. and is a great blessing to us at Central. Here's Bill. These are my recollections of teachers. Among the very many things I am grateful for are my teachers. My family has taught me some of the most valuable things in my life. But here, today, I mean school teachers, people who encouraged me, shared their knowledge with me, inspirited in me a love of learning, and trusted our adventure together. In primary and secondary schools, 
Mrs. Edwards, Miss Rapley, Mr. Jones. I still remember some of their names after so many years, as you may remember your special teachers' names and even faces and voices from long ago. In college especially, the great works of literature kindled a restless fire in my imagination, both when I was a student and when, at last, I became a teacher. In the long process, I noticed a haunting tendency of the writers I most valued to reflect Christian ways of seeing and saying. I had grown up in a largely secular or non-religious culture, so I felt awkward and often reluctant to allow these writings into my mind and spirit. Names that most people I have known associate with long-forgotten and tedious things, subjects of examinations and grades and class standing, all soon gotten past and forgotten. These names and their writings became my real and formative teachers. Chaucer, Shakespeare, Milton, William Blake, Gerard Manley Hopkins, these and so many more were leading me into a new and renewing way, a way I had been traveling toward half knowing so much of my life. For the last years of my teaching career, I taught the New Testament course at my school. And there, at last, we had together the best teacher of all, the very heart and life in the Gospels. I became a better student too, far from being an ideal student, but better than I had been because of that best teacher. The great medieval English poet Chaucer said of one of his pilgrim characters, a clerk or university student, and gladly would he learn and gladly teach. I am deeply grateful that I have known such teachers for my life is immeasurably richer because of them all. You know, I think it's easy for us to take our teachers for granted, and yet they make such a great difference in our lives. I remember Mr. Munson, a high school English teacher who helped me to see the glorious depths of literature for the first time. Mrs. Baer taught me high school Latin, and she showed never-ending compassion for her students. And then there was Mr. Ham, my music minister when I was growing up, who took time out to give me free voice lessons so that I could feel comfortable singing in the choir. And Dale, he taught me how to run sound. So today, let's take a few minutes to reflect on those teachers who have contributed to our lives through their passion, through their generosity, and, you know, just by being themselves. We'll take a few minutes and play some quiet music so you can pray and reflect And then I'll close us in a prayer.
God, we are grateful for those people in our lives who have taught us. We pray especially for those teachers and professors who work tirelessly to better lives and improve our communities by empowering students with the knowledge and skills they need to work and create and thrive. Grant them peace and rest. Give them hope and comfort that their hard work, though many times unnoticed, changes lives and makes our world a better place. We pray for our state government to provide the support and assistance needed so that teachers have the resources, the training, and the compensation they need and deserve. We pray that all our students and schools would have equal access to resources and support. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, sometimes our gratitude may need to go beyond our prayers and into our mailboxes and our email boxes and our Facebook boxes. I think I have a note or two to write, and maybe you do as well. You know, this is the beautiful movement of God's Spirit that always works to unite us with the divine and with the world around us. And as we move inward to reflect, that inward movement naturally circles outward again to reach out to those around us. You know, as Bill and I were talking, our conversation turned to the passage on the prodigal son. And I think he really described well this movement of God that uh, unites us together. The son, the younger son, realizes that he's always been treated well and he owes his father uh, a guilty acknowledgement of what he has done and been. And his father obeys no rules except the rule of love and uh, is grateful his son is returning, so grateful. How does he show it? Magnificent feast, kill a fatted calf. And the older brother, you know, grateful, he's really angry, you know, he's really angry. And his father, the Lord, his father is counseling me, this is your brother, you know, counsels him toward love, acceptance, and if not gratitude, at least the togetherness that the Father brings them to. So if your cup's running over, maybe it's time to share the gratitude with someone who needs to hear it today. Peace. Wayfair is a production of Central Baptist Church in Lexington, Kentucky, a loving, healthy, and progressive gathering of Christians where everyone is welcome, no exceptions. Find out more about Central at LexCentral.com. There you'll also find links to subscribe to this podcast with iTunes or Stitcher. If you like the show, don't forget to share it on Facebook or Twitter and send us your comments. You can get in touch with us at info at This episode was produced by me, Aaron Austin. 
Thanks to everyone who joined in. And thanks to you for listening. Join us tomorrow for another step along our journey.